Hi, I'm Samantha Boffin, and this is Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing, the podcast that helps you find, prep, and direct the perfect voice artists for your projects so you can get the most from every single booking. Hello, and welcome to Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. I'm Samantha. I'm a full-time voice artist and voice director. Today, we're going to be talking about how to be a winner. I'm recording this in November 2020, during the US presidential elections. And in this episode, in a week where winning has never been more talked about, I thought I'd focus on what it takes to be a winner, why it matters, and how on earth the world of voiceover is in any way relevant. Now, I'm not just talking about the race to the White House in terms of the win, because it just so happens that this week, Promax UK also took place. Now, Promax UK, for people that don't know about it, and frankly, why would you, unless you were part of the TV promotions industry, is a yearly event and awards ceremony that celebrates and recognises excellence in creative promotions. Basically, it's a little like the Oscars for the TV promo world. There are Promax events all over the world at various points in the year, in North and Latin America, India, Africa, Europe, Australia and New Zealand, Asia and the UK. So lots of chances to be nominated wherever you are. I've been to Promaxes in various countries many times over the years and I've left drunkenly clutching shiny awards so I know how great it is to win and how annoying it is to lose. But why? Apart from the rush of excitement and feeling slightly special for a moment as your name is read out, why is it so satisfying to win an award for your work? Well, I'm guessing there are a variety of reasons, and you'll have your own, but they'll probably include stuff like you're being recognised as standout in what you do by your boss, your colleagues or your clients, which is always a good thing. You could land a bonus, be in line for a more senior role or increase your fees. Winning can open doors to getting new work if you can use it as part of your sales pitch. Being a winner can give you an edge over your competition. You're award-winning. And, if nothing else, you can take a photo, pop it up on social media or show it to your mum and open a bottle of bubbly. So I don't need to big up the idea of winning. It's always going to be a positive, whether you're staff, freelance or a business king or queen. But what I did think might be interesting was to look at what made the winning promos stand out. And because we're all about the art of the voiceover here, I was curious about what part the voice played in all of this. Just how important were voiceovers in the mix? And did they give those tiny films an extra sheen of gloss? And what I found was, I think, quite interesting. Now, before I dive in, I have to admit it wasn't as easy as I'd expected to find the winning spots online. I cross-referenced every single one, but they simply aren't all available. Promax, why not make the shortlisted promos available for everyone? But of those that were, it was clear that the role of the voiceover isn't always as straightforward as I thought it might be. Having no voice at all on a UK promo is not unheard of. I've mentioned this before in episode 5, and honestly, It's a bold move. For a start, it's potentially losing a whole section of the audience who aren't looking at the screen between programmes or who are visually impaired. And you lose the opportunity to add a vocal brand element to your project too. But hey, 
this is an awards ceremony about creativity, and I totally get that the right music track and beautiful visuals can be a seductive combination. Even putting a graphic M board on can feel like an intrusion. So there are certain trails that don't have any kind of voiceover. Not all, but they're there. Just having an end tag, simply the title, day and time, that's definitely fairly standard. That's not to say the promos themselves are standard, far from it, but saving everything for the last 10 seconds is. Oh, but then, the voices are so carefully chosen. Bright, clear, sparkling for something like Dancing on Ice. Moodily northern with undertones of warning for Corrie's Christmas special, and sassy and young for End of the Effing World. There may not be much to say, but the tone, accent, style and attitude has to be just right to carry the full stop of the moment and land all the info in the right way. And then there were the promos that have script woven throughout, where the words lead the trailer. These often felt like additional characters rather than informational voiceovers, and sometimes they actually were characters. In Anthony, a drama promo, it was the mother's voice we heard, inviting us to hear her story, drawing us in. Or they tended to be comedy scripts, with character voices directly talking to the audience, or, say, the actual voice of a rainbow. In fact, the comedy trails particularly tended to use the voiceover as a key element throughout, really successfully. It was interesting to see the different ways voices were used on the winning trails. And right now, less seems to be more, particularly with drama or film promos. Of course, sometimes there are practical reasons why less is more. If you're using the same trail in different countries, your promo will need to be voiced in multiple languages, so it's much easier to have shorter scripts. There's less to translate and more room for the script. It takes longer to say the same thing in Swahili than it does in English, for example. But there are other interesting things that seem to be happening with the winning trailers. Unsurprisingly, there were some great spots aimed at staying in, and delivering this message in a light and playful way seemed to suit British sensibilities. There was a good range of diverse and regional voices, which felt really positive, though more male voices than female voices, which was rather less so. And remember, I'm talking about the winners here. This might not be reflective of all promos everywhere. What wasn't in doubt was the excellence of the voices. These were, without exception, experienced, top-of-their-game voiceover artists, and it's clear that finding the right pro voice is one of the elements you need if you want to create a winning formula for any kind of project, whether you're creating promos and commercials or corporate e-learning or audiobooks. Finding excellent voices that are right for each project is easier than you might think. Voice agents, local, regional or in a different country. Social media, a good Google search or simply asking people you know is a great start. I go into this in more detail in episode 2, where to find the perfect voiceover artist. And it's really worth going the extra mile to think about what kind of voice you need to reach your audience in the right way. Think diversity, voice age, accent, tone. What will make your work stand out for the right reasons? Your visuals, your graphics, your music, your script and your voice artist hopefully work together to give you a winning combination. And all those elements reflect back on you or your company, so it makes total sense to create the best end product you can, one that will give you an edge whether you're up for an award or not. One last thing that struck me, and not for the first time, there are some really interesting categories at Promax for awards in the craft section, 
including best use of sound, script writing, humour and music. But where is the best voice direction category? Come on, Promax, let's celebrate excellence in voice directing. It's a crucial element, after all, in any project. It's a bit of an art to find, brief and direct the right voiceover, whether they just have a killer end tag or they're the main event. And on that note, that is it for this episode of Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. Thank you so much for listening. And if you've enjoyed this, or even if it's just made you think differently about how you'll direct your voiceover next time, do think about leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm Samantha Boffin, UK voice artist and lover of all things voiceovery, and this was Talking Creative. Bye. That's it for this week on Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. If you're new here, do take a moment to subscribe, rate and review on your favourite podcast app or head over to talkingcreative.co.uk where you'll find the whole series so you can get the most from every single booking.